Welcome to Prescribed Listening from the University of Toledo Medical Center. Today's guest is Kesha Valentine, a licensed social worker who specializes in recovery services and integrated behavioral health, which focuses on the treatment of the whole person, embedding behavioral health care providers in primary care and other specialties across UTMC. So my name is Kesha Valentine, and I am a clinical therapist here at UTMC. I am primarily located in outpatient recovery services, um, but I also do behavioral health um, that's not related to substance use. I've been with UTMC for a little over two years now, and I initially held the role of behavioral health care manager, um, and now I'm working in outpatient recovery services as a clinical therapist with some work being done in behavioral health services, just with behavioral health. And I love it. I would, wouldn't rather be doing anything else. Well, I've been in the field approximately 20 years or so. I initially started out just doing social services and I've been a um, licensed social worker for 12 years now. I initially was in college to be a nurse. All growing up, I thought that nursing would be the line of work for me. There's a lot of nurses in my family. However, once I was in school, I realized that nursing just wasn't a good fit. I wasn't doing so great in nursing classes. And so I met with my guidance counselor and she did an aptitude test and social work came up as the number one recommended field for me. So I just said, you know what, let me try it. Let me take a couple classes, see if I like them. And I loved it. Um, once I started learning about all the many different things that we can do as social workers, I was like, this is it. I can help people. Um, and so it was just on from there. I've done all different kinds of social work um, over the course of the last 12 years. And I found that therapy tended to be what I really lean more toward doing, liking, so to speak. And so that's kind of how I got here. So when you hear the word behavioral health, you, you know, you think, okay, behavioral. Initially, you're thinking, oh, okay, that sounds kind of, you know, not so nice. But what behavioral health really is looking at, it's looking at our mental health, and it's also looking at people who have substance use disorders, right? So they kind of combined it and just used the word behavioral health as kind of an umbrella term. So with integrated behavioral health, we're looking at blending care across settings for the better care of a whole person. So here at UTMC, one thing that we do that's really, really neat is we're actually in the primary care clinics. So we have the CCC, we have Falzone, we have Regency, we have multiple primary care settings, and we have behavioral health care managers who actually are embedded in those settings. So say, for instance, a patient comes in and they're experiencing depression or they're experiencing anxiety, or they may even have a substance use disorder, there's someone right there there on hand to be able to get them rapid access to care, whether that be to get them into detox, whether that be to get them over here to outpatient recovery services, or even to see a psychiatrist or a behavioral health provider in our behavioral health services. So it's really good because one thing we found is that with our integrated behavioral health care model, we are noticing that our ER visits are decreasing. Um, the visits to the primary care setting are decreasing um, because a lot of times patients come in and what may present like a physical health ailment may actually be something related to their behavioral health. Um, just an example, a patient who may be coming in with frequent headaches, um, frequent 
upset stomachs. A lot of times they're visiting the ER um, for pains. And sometimes that's just simple anxiety or depression. And it's just manifesting in the physical being. So with the integrated behavioral health care model, we are able, able to capture those things and kind of serve the whole person versus just serving bits and pieces of them in different settings. So we do really collaborate very well back and forth with one another. Um, the physicians are amazing. They really take um, and use what we do and integrate it into their, their daily practices. It's important because we're serving the whole person. And here at UTMC, that's what we stand for, right? If you think about a person going into um, their doctor's office, typically their doctor is going to find out about what's going on before anyone else, right? When we feel crappy, whether even if we're feeling down and we know we feel depressed, we typically will go see our primary care physician. So it's so important to have um, someone embedded in there and someone to be able to talk to because physicians, they're there to you know, work on the physical part and to have that additional assistance, it makes things so much easier for the patient and makes it easier for the physician. And it really does reduce the risk of the patient being misdiagnosed and you know, taking unnecessary medications. Also, it can make sure assure that the patient is getting everything that they need, right? We don't want we don't want patients to just come in and then walk away with the medication. We want to make sure that they're addressing the things that's actually making them feel un, unwell, right? And so with integrated behavioral health care, that's exactly what we're doing. Um, a patient with depression, yeah, we can give them medication and that may, you know, alter their mood a bit, but it's not necessarily going to address what's actually making them feel down. And that's the great part of integrated behavioral health. We look at the, we look at everything. We look at the whole picture along with the physicians and the primary care team. And that the primary care team may include a whole bunch of different people. You know, there may be a nurse, there may be a behavioral health care manager, there may be a psychiatrist, there may be a therapist. Um, it's a whole team approach at looking at one patient and their family and really making sure we're getting, um, we're touching all parts of them. I would say all patients would benefit from it that are having behavioral health issues. We here want to make sure we're serving everyone. Um, there are some patients that are at a higher risk, absolutely. One of the things that is happening in our clinics is we are looking at um, adverse childhood events and how they're impacting our patients, you know, ha making them at a higher risk for diabetes and heart conditions and things like that. So yeah, there are some, pa there are some um, populations that are, that would benefit more, but we look at everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, what your past looks like. If you come in and you're having um, any type of behavioral health issues, we want to make sure that you're getting the care that you that you need and that you deserve. One of the things that um, all patients get when they come in is they get a screening as soon as they walk into the clinic. And there are a couple of different standard screenings that we use here. One is the GAD-7 and the PHQ-9. And those two screenings look at, is a patient experiencing some depression? Are they experiencing anxiety? And um, with doing those screenings, those automatically will trigger 
the doctors say, hey, there may be something else going on with this patient. Let's look at that and let's see if they need to talk to someone additional other than just the primary care physician. So from that screening, um, typically what would happen depending on what clinic um, they're in, they could say, hey, we have this person. Would you like to talk to them? Um, and typically a behavior health care manager, or we also have over at the CCC Family Medicine, there is a collaborative care team, um, Dr. Brennan and her team, and someone will come in, you know, and talk to that patient and kind of see what's going on and dig a little bit deeper with regard to the behavioral health piece, right? And that could result in the patient saying, yeah, I think I need a little bit more. I might need counseling. What would happen then is the behavioral health care manager would go ahead and get them linked with the counselor, or they may do some short-term work with them. They may enroll them in behavioral health care management, depending on if um, that's something that um, they meet criteria for. I and mean, what that looks like is a behavioral health care manager kind of driving their care and meeting with the primary care physician, meeting with their therapist, meeting with their psychiatrist, really just making sure there's a collaborative approach to their care and they're getting everything that they need. Also taking into account their physical health um, limitations, if they have any, or what whatever it is that they have going on with their physical health. So again, it's a, it's a very collaborative model. It's a model that works. We're finding that this is what the world is moving into. It's innovative and it really, really works. Right now, we are in the majority of the primary care clinics, the UTMC primary care clinics, and we are expanding into other clinics. So right now we're working with the geriatric clinic. Um, we do also work with OBGYN. And in the future, we do hope to be working with some of the other specialty clinics as well. Um, it is still a very new program to UTMC and um, it's still growing and we're here. I would say some of the unique challenges that we um, face are just not knowing um, each other's disciplines, right? You know, a doctor, their discipline is physical health. And yes, they do have training in behavioral health, um, but we don't have training in physical health. So those would be the only limitations that I could think of um, right now. Um, it's actually been really a really good um, process you know, it's been a really good change. It we we've been welcomed with open arms, um, and the challenges honestly have been minimal. I think any challenges that we do run into will always iron themselves out very quickly and smoothly because at the end of the day, we're looking at the person. If you're really keeping a focus on the patient and patient care, you can do just about anything. So for a provider who has never had any experience with integrated behavioral health, there are a few things that they can expect. Um, and they're great things, right? They can expect to see a reduction in ED utilization of their patients. Um, that's one thing that we absolutely have seen with um, integrated behavioral health. Um, they can expect to see um, improvements in their patients' blood pressures, improvements in their patients' overall um, physical health by 
addressing their behavioral health. There is a direct correlation, as we know, um, and studies have shown between behavioral health and physical health outcomes. So these are things that they can expect to see with an integrated behavioral health care model. These things are, um, they're necessary, right? And working together with the behavioral health teams can only improve the overall quality of life for their patients and make their job easier. <laughs> Some of the non-health benefits of behavioral health, again, like I've said a few times, would be reduction in ED utilization. Um, we know that just one visit to the ED can cost up, you know, upward of thousands of dollars, right? So lowering um, cost on in insurances. Some other non-health benefits would be reduction in um, issues related to social determinants of health to include housing, food, and other instabilities. We have found that patients who do have behavioral health issues also have issues related to housing, to food, and other um, social determinants of health that may not necessarily be manageable when they're having behavioral health crises, right? So with having behavior, integrated behavioral health, those are also some needs that can be met. We also have social workers in embedded in our clinics as well. Um, they're amazing. And so again, that's another part of the integrated behavioral health team that we that we work with. So it's really a great model and we work with so many different providers and we address the physical health, we address the behavioral health, we address the social determinants of health. Um, that's what integrated behavioral health looks like here at UTMC. For patients with substance use disorders, we here at UTMC want to make sure that they have rapid access to the care. We have a very high incidence of overdoses in Lucas County. And so one of the great things we do here is with our behavioral health care providers, they do have the ability to call right up to, we have a detox unit here. Um, they can call detox and typically get a patient in if we have open beds same day sometimes the next day, just depending, um, and also get them right into outpatient recovery services. We do here in outpatient recovery services offer walk-ins five days a week, Monday through Friday, so patients can come in and they can have an assessment either same day or the next day. So that's also a great part of what we do here for our substance use population um, and to reduce the overall um, risk of overdose in our, in our community. Patients who have never had any behavioral health treatment or counseling should know that we're going to meet them where they are, um, whatever that looks like for them. Um, they won't be forced into any type of treatment, but we're here for them. So even if that looks like just getting them ready and prepared to be in treatment, that's what we're here to do. So not every patient's going to just want to walk in. You know, we have stigmas. I mean, they exist, right? So for the patient who is um, maybe questioning getting into counseling, questioning getting into treatment for their substance use disorder, we'll meet them where they're at, we'll get them prepared, we'll help them understand what it may look like. We make sure that we provide a patient-centered approach and that looks different for each and every patient here at UTMC. So it's individualized care and we meet them where they're at. Behavioral health doesn't discriminate, right? So it's very important that even as providers, students, employees, staff, 
that we're also all mindful of our own behavioral health needs and know that we can always reach out to anyone on the behavioral health team. So we do offer services for everyone. Um, that includes students, employees, providers, um, and patients. And they can reach us at 419-383-5695. Um, there is someone available five days a week. And integrated behavioral health employs in a wide range of providers. Those include licensed social workers, um, counselors, and psychologists. Also, there is access to psychiatrists. Thank you for listening to Prescribed Listening from the University of Toledo Medical Center. To learn more about the provider you heard on today's show, visit utmc.utoledo.edu. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. More prescribed listening next week from UTMC.